What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, aka Lottie Dottie. I hope you are having an awesome week. I had such a great experience. Uh, last weekend, I spent all Saturday and Sunday with Miss Haley Messick, so talented. Um, she had a two-day technique intensive, and bitch, we was working like... Um, you guys know I love to work on technique. We spent maybe like a good two to two and a half hours doing like a full stretch across the floors in our heels. Like I'm talking like the leg was on the wall, like doing a fucking tilt, like holding that shit. Abs were on fire, like the whole nine. I was obsessed, but it felt really good to just work on technique the full time and not like worry about filming but of course you know day two came and um we got to film some choreography and it was just like overall a really cool experience like the energy in the room was super positive like soon as i walked in i'm like saying hi to people we're introducing ourselves like she is just like such a sweetie pie and like creates that space where we all felt super open and um it was really cool because she had us bring um or she gave us journals to journal in the the whole time and um we had to write down some goals for that weekend and some of my goals were to trust my body and to keep a strong core and bitch i can fully say that i achieved that goal we did like a little tricky trick. We did like a kip up and I haven't done that in months because I'm like, mm, I don't know how my back is feeling. And I did it like so many times. But here's the thing. OK, day two. So Saturday night I had my work party for my office and we had just like a, just a few too many shots of Casamigos. And I was like, this is going to be a mistake, but we're going to just power through. I took like charcoal pills and like try to like drink as much coconut water and water as possible. But Sunday I was, I was hungover. I was hungover and I was, I'm proud of myself cause I was pushing through it. I was pushing through it and I was able to land like all my tricks and just like dance from the heart. So it felt really good. I, I had a really great time. All right, so let's get into this week's episode. I wanted to keep the Christmas spirit going. We are making a part two for this episode. So today is uh, part one and next week will be part two. And this is all the ways that you will land yourself on the naughty list. Like, I mean, some of y'all are naughty, so y'all like to be on that list. But let me tell you something. You don't want to be on this list. This is nothing, nothing kinky about this list, bitch. Okay, so we want to avoid these actions at all costs, but don't worry next week. I've got you covered. There will be a nice list that we can stay on. So listen up because I don't want you getting cold this year, bestie. Let's dive in. Okay. Number one, getting on the fucking naughty list, copying somebody else's work or choreography and especially copying it and not crediting them or, and, and just passing it off on your own. This, is wild but you would be surprised and this happens to people by other dancers but it also happens to people uh, dancers to by regular people that just don't understand what the etiquette is as far as like sharing their work or like copying their work and like crediting them or not crediting them like one thing I think of is wedding dances. And I've seen this a few times. Recently, I saw this on TikTok, you guys. There was a wedding dance and it was Galen Hook's River. Like, I think we all know the one. 
and it was like a group of I mean there had to have been dancers in this because like the 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 way they copied it was bomb and like you know the average person can't like you know do all that so they they was hitting it they was hitting it but there was no credits. I could not find any credits. And I even was trying to find like the, like the original post. Like there was no crediting Galen Hooks. Like everybody in the comp, no one knew that this was Galen Hooks work. And it just like hurt my soul because I remember when that choreography first came out, it was just such a vibe. And everyone was like so obsessed to like learn it and like, like the artistic intent behind it. And like the fact that there was no credit, I was just like, oh, my heart hurts, dude. Um, the other few times I've seen like a wedding dance is with Bryn Nicole. And, you know, the thing is, like, she posted about this as well herself. Like, she made a post about people copying her work and not crediting her. And I and and, and people were like, this is tacky. And I'm you honestly, I agree with Bryn. Like people, if they're going to copy your work, they should at least give you the credit. I don't think you calling them out is tacky at all i think it's rightfully so and it's just and i think people gaslight creatives because you know our work is to be shared absolutely but like you should at least credit like the artist you know what i mean because yes most times we are going to share our work for free we're going to put it out in the world that's what art is meant to be you know it's meant to be shared and experienced but like at least a credit would be nice so like I I saw this. I, I she made a whole post about it, and I was like, you know what, Bryn, give Bryn her flowers because Bryn works her ass off, and for her not to receive any credit. And I know it's just a wedding dance, and they mean well. Usually, when people are, you know, doing somebody else's choreography or something, they do they mean well. I get it, but I think that's when you should know when to have a little bit of um, etiquette when it comes to this and like sharing other people's work. I mean hello when we write essays we have to do a work cited and you can completely you can I've written essays where I, the whole things are like mostly citations like for school and stuff you know what I mean like scientific like when you're doing like you know whatever um but you have to be able to credit the people properly you know what I'm saying uh another thing I want to differentiate differentiate about this is just full-on taking someone else's eight count versus like being influenced um, and like sprinkling in like like movements that is iconic that people are familiar with. Um, one thing I think about is like iconic movements from like Alvin Ailey, like revelations, like everybody knows that dance. Everybody knows the the iconic movements behind it with the arms. Everybody knows this. One. So if you're going to reference something from that and you want to add in that to your movement, that's fine. But maybe reference or mention that you were influenced by Alvin Ailey or um, this particular piece. Um, straight up taking an eight count, though, from somebody, which I've also seen, is, like I said, is wild. That is naughty list for sure. And I want to say, if you, if you, if you truly can't come up with your own movement, I challenge you to be a little bit more creative. Yes, we all are influenced by the same movements. I mean, you can only do a hair whip so many ways. Sure. And I mean, does somebody have, you know, a copyright on a hair whip? No. However, maybe try to be a little bit, you know, 
nuanced. Try to be a little bit more clever. If you feel the need, you have to completely copy someone's full vibe, full eight count, full whatever. Just something to just something to think about if you're if you're if you're teetering on this on this uh, fine line. Yeah. All right. So number two, naughty list, not getting enough protein and not fueling your body with nourishment that it needs. Listen, running on empty, running on vibes is so over. I know we all like to be like hashtag hot mess. Like it's so cute. But that era is out, babe. It's out. It's all about getting enough food for your body. You need to thrive, okay? And I know like there might be some like controversy around dancer bodies. We'll probably, well, more than likely we are going to do an episode about this. And we're constantly under a microscope with just being maybe a certain size or look a certain way or fit into what's trending right now where our bodies are just always on display. I get it. And I think growing up in certain environments, could also influence how you are as an adult. I mean, I grew up in ballet culture. It was very ugh, toxic when it came to that kind of stuff, like having to look a certain way, having to be a certain size and, you know, dealing with body dysmorphia, dealing with um, disordered eating. And yes, it, it could carry into, um, for a lot of us, our adulthood. Absolutely. It's rough, man. It's rough. But we need to take charge and we need to understand that we are adult bodies need so much fuel and energy and we cannot operate from that mindset anymore. It is not healthy and it's not serving us and it's not going to serve us in the future. It's only going to continue to break us down. Like, listen, like normal people do not dance like seven hours like we do. OK, and a lot of dancers, they like go to the gym in the morning and then they dance like all evening. And our physical demands are just so much greater than the average person. So it just makes more sense that our protein needs, our nourishment demands are much greater than the average person. I think people do like what it's a pound. It's a it's an ounce of protein per pound of body weight. I don't know. There's controversy about that, too. That's kind of what I aim for, though. Every day I try to aim for like 130 grams of protein. It's just going to, like I said, it's just going to serve you better energy wise that you need to succeed in class. And if you're in a long rehearsal or if you have a performance, if you have additions, you need to give your body nutrition. Limiting the amounts that is going into your body is just not an option. If you want to be extra picky, I'm all for that. Like I'm all for putting high quality food into your body like um i you know i love the organics you know i'm i'm like lightweight crunchy going on here good quality protein if you want to do your research in that but that shit is expensive so if you can only afford like you know what's available to you that's fine too but either way getting enough protein getting enough nourishment to keep your body going is so key because like I said, I know a lot of um, my friends, they go from, you know, working eight hours and they have like 30 minutes to switch gears and get to class. Babe, in those 30 minutes, I swear to God, you better be getting in some protein, getting in some water. Because did you drink water today? Let's not even talk about water. Go check. In fact, listening right now, how's your, where's your water bottle at? Are you drinking water? That's what I thought. Go take a sip. All right. So number three, getting on the naughty list, not cheering for others when they're reaching their goals, performing, teaching, doing a solo, whatever their major win may be. 
Okay, so talk about like bad karma. You need to learn how to be happy and and clap for other people. I'm a firm believer that the universe gifts you what you put out into the world. So if you're over here being stingy with your support and just being a little hater, how's that going to translate when it's your time to win? Like that just doesn't even make sense, okay? Also, you cannot win at everything. Look, I grew up in the era where not everybody got a trophy. I'm not saying anything about any any generation. I'm just saying I grew up in the era where if you did a good job, you were awarded for it. And if you just tried your best, like that was a good try and you try harder next time. That's totally fine. But I think when everybody is is expected to win at everything that they ever try, it creates a lot of entitlement that we see nowadays and it's just not the vibe dude it's not the vibe you can't win at everything other people can do great stuff too it's okay it's humbling and it's necessary you need to lose the at things sometimes and you need to watch other people treat achieve great things and draw inspiration from it or just be happy for them maybe just sit with it be okay with it so clients i have in the past have expressed that they feel like when somebody else is winning, they're losing. When they see other people win, that's like a, a loss for them. And we've had this conversation multiple times. And actually, like I've two things can exist at once. Like somebody else can win and you can be like, fine. Like it doesn't have to mean like they win, you lose. Not everything is so black and white. And black and white thinking will get us into a spiral like this. I think when... You're very type A like myself. I'm speaking from experience that I've had these these feelings in the past where if somebody else is ahead, then I must be behind. Girl, no, not everything is just this or that, black or white. Literally, if somebody else is winning, cool, that's great for them, okay? How are you focusing on your next win? Like, it's okay to cheer in the process of you focusing on your win, Cheering for other people takes literally nothing away from your greatness. In fact, maybe it's a lesson in humility. Number four, getting on the naughty list. Naughty. Uh, not having any rhythm. Oh, man. My students know this one. I will call you out in class because especially if we're in heels, um, I won't just like give you like a little step, step, and then head whip. I'm going to give you like a step and a bump and a step bump bump. You guys know that joke from um, Reno 911? No, you guys don't. Maybe you do. If you do, please message me and let me know that you got it. Anyways, uh, this one's funny as fuck because when you think that we like all naturally have rhythm because we're dancers, no, no. And, and it's totally okay, babe. Uh, what's not okay is not working on it. You need to find some rhythm. When my little sister Riley was like, man, she was like five, six, maybe we were doing the nutcracker all together. Like me and her used to take ballet together. Okay. From the same teacher. And we were getting ready for the nutcracker. And she was like the only like of the littles that could not catch a beat, catch a rhythm of the like little dance that they were doing it was like the the funniest thing because like our ballet teacher sent us home with the music well everybody had the music and we had to sit there with riley and clap her hands like clap 
together try to find the rhythm and it was like the funniest thing but i remember her working so hard my little baby sister was working so hard to catch a beat dude in the end she got it she got it but it took practice and that's what i'm saying you need to work if you know that you don't have no rhythm girl you need to you better put on some black eyed peas and just step touch you better put on some fucking Britney and just kind of nod your head something. You need to find a way to practice. And like I said, I see this. I see this so much. Advanced dancer. Advanced dancer can pick up choreo like nothing. OK, I'm talking like 28 counts, but ain't got no bounce. Ain't got no pocket, no natural rhythm. When the freestyle happens, it's just vibes. There's no there's no like pocket at all. Don't be exposing yourself in classes like this because I swear to God, I can tell. Like I said, do yourself a favor. Remove yourself from the naughty list. Listen to some music at home. Practice finding that bounce. Practice finding that rhythm. It's a skill just like others. No, we may not be born with it, but that does not mean you can't enhance it. And honestly, I'll be real with you. When I found myself coming back to dance when I was like 26, I was like, so rusty dusty as hell okay and I remember just like like being in classes and I was like okay I'm doing the movement but I just feels weird like I don't know I just don't feel natural and it wasn't until like I started listening to music at home and just like just vibing and I'm not talking about freestyle like turning on my camera and and videotaping myself dancing like None of that. I'm talking about just like at home, catching a vibe, dancing in the kitchen. You need to be comfortable with the movement, the rhythm, letting it guide you, slowing it down, speeding it up, finding the different rhythms within one song. Number five, we've got not making a vision board or using any type of visualization to reach your dreams. Again, just going off vibes. No intention. No end goal in sight, just out here. What are you doing? You're just putting your hard-earned money and your precious mental energy in places that call your attention whenever they want. You're not being intentional with what is going on, what's going to take you closer to your goal. It takes real self-control to be intentional with your every single move, and that's where you need to operate from. But that's when you're gonna really start to see things fall into place for you. And I know FOMO happens. Look, I'm fighting for my life, fighting for my life with FOMO right now. There's just so many classes right now. (laughs) There's so many like random pop-ups right now. And I'm like, hell yes, I want to take everything. But okay, it's the holiday season. You bitch, you bitch trying to buy presents for everybody. You know, my, my love language is gift buying. Um, and also I have big plans of who I plan on training with next year. And their programs are not cheap. So I I can't just go take class here and there. I have to be strategic with the style and I have to be strategic with what I'm doing. With that being said, even before I had that goal of trying to be more intentional with my classes, I had a vision. I created a vision board. I created a vision list. I like doing that too, of like what I plan on reaching at my goals, okay? I'm not just going off of vibes. I'm I'm I have a vision in my head of what I want my 2024 to look like. Don't let FOMO take you away from your goals. It's the worst. It really is. And 
everything is going to try to demand your money. It's going to try to demand your attention, your time, your mental energy. But you really have to zero in and lock in on what you want and not let everything take you out of your vision. Number six, gatekeeping dance opportunities and auditions. I know you know what I'm talking about. Like, say, if you know an opening for a studio for a teacher and you're like, I'm not going to tell anybody because I kind of want this for myself. That's fine. You can want it for yourself and still tell other people, too. Maybe there's multiple positions open. Oh, my God. Or maybe there's an audition, a juicy audition coming up and you're like, I'm not going to tell anybody because... If they come, they're going to they're going to get it and I'm not going to get it. OK, maybe there's a, you guys have two different looks. Like, why are you thinking that you're in the same competition pool as your friends? I don't like this one because, like I said, be have some have some fucking have some faith in yourself. Have some faith in yourself that you are going to shine in whatever room you walk into. And no matter if. There's a person to your left that looks just like you or a person to your right that looks nothing like you that maybe all three of you will get booked simply because of the energy that you put out. Like stop, stop trying to gatekeep opportunities because you're scared. That's the worst reason to gatekeep opportunities. Honestly, if you want to gatekeep opportunities, gatekeep opportunities because you think it's a bad opportunity for for you guys or something like that. But you, you, you gatekeeping opportunities, it's just like. You're operating out of fear, like have some have some faith in yourself, like and then share it with your friends. Maybe your friends would be a better fit. And that's OK. You're not like going back to earlier, like you're not going to win at everything. You're not going to be chosen for everything. But you taking an opportunity away from somebody else does not make you closer to the opportunity itself. It doesn't make you closer to winning. It just makes you scary. Get out of that mindset. It's very. um it's very operating out of scarcity. Ew, I don't like that one. Look and look and see which areas of your life you're operating out of scarcity, out of there's not enough for all of us. So I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to tell people about this teacher because then, I don't know, the teacher will like them more. I'm not going to tell people about this audition, this showcase, this whatever it may be because I'm like when you do that, you're putting out the energy that you are not going to naturally shine. You are not going to naturally just show up as your best self and they're going to love you, whoever, whoever you are for whatever you do. Don't be scared, bitch. Don't be scared. Get yourself off the naughty list. And this last one, I was literally like walking my dogs and I thought about this. I was like, oh, my God, this is a good one. Don't get on the naughty list by not sharing another artist's work or another dancer's dance video. Just like it's it takes it's 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 free. It's free to support your fellow artists. It literally is free. You can comment. You can share it on a story. You can tell a friend about them like Whatever it may be, it's it's literally free to support your people, y'all. You don't always have to purchase something from your people or like say your friend is a um, does paintings and you don't really, you know, you don't really like her paintings or anything like that. But you can share her work on your story all the time. That's totally fine. Or if your friend comes out with a new concept video or something like that, you can you can repost it on your story. Like it's really not that deep or go comment on it and, and tag the artist or hashtags or just put some fire emojis, whatever it may be. Like the energy that you put out in the world, I telling you, it comes back tenfold and people can tell when you're being genuine. So 
if you are gatekeeping your your love and your energy and your affection and your support, stop it. You're on the naughty list. Let's get yourself off the naughty list. In fact, this is your homework. Yep, this episode has homework. Go find an artist that you support and I want you to repost them on your story. It doesn't, you don't even need to tell them why. You could just, you could just repost them. And actually, if you tag on point, I will repost them too because I just, I love the engagement. I love supporting other local artists. And maybe I'll find somebody that I've never seen before or come across or does does paintings or sings or dances in a way that I've never seen or something. So go and share your people. Go expose them to other people and just go love on them. So yeah, Uh, beautiful. So lots of things, lots of things to keep you on the naughty list. And I don't want you there. And I know you don't don't want to be there either, girl or boy, whoever you are. Like I, I just, let's, let's, let's look at this list and let's do None of it going into the next year. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, With that being said, get off of the naughty list and make sure you comment, you like, you subscribe, you share. Um, It helps me get uh, more exposure to new people. So that's awesome. And next week we'll have the nice list. So all the things that you can do. These are things you can do, Amy. Do you guys get any of my corny references? I'm on the internet way too much. Anyways, I hope you guys have a fabulous week and I will talk to you guys later.